back again this week. Um, Nick and I, uh, we might have people joining. We don't know. So, Nick, it's the 5th? January 5th. Happy so, New Year. Happy New Year. So it's going to be New Year, New You. Uh, we're going to talk about moves we should make at the beginning of the year with as far as money goes. And, and speaking of moves we should make, we have a sponsor this week. Yeah. So my wife signed up for this Coors Seltzer Chatterbox pack. So she got these for free. And we have to talk about them and, and say that we got them for free and give people our honest opinion on them. So I cracked open a Coors Seltzer Black Cherry Hard Seltzer. Uh, I have a Coors Seltzer Mango Hard Seltzer. Mango says man. That's all I'm saying. All right. So, so I'm going to tell you what I think of this black cherry right now. Yeah. I say. Smells like cough medicine. Tastes slightly better. How do you, how do you feel about mango? Tastes like mango flavored water. Ah. <laughs> uh, that's not horrible. It's not horrible. Uh, Full disclosure, I tried the lime, lemon lime like 10 minutes ago, and I thought it was god awful. So my wife is stuck drinking that. I have to say, off the, uh, off the quick review of the lemon lime, I was expecting not to enjoy this. I can't say this is my, I mean, this is not bad. It's, like, it's good for free, free drink, right? This is, I, might, I might give it that, that little pop, but I'm not, you know, I say, I'm not usually the biggest. I don't know if you noticed. I'm not usually the biggest seltzer guy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not but, typically uh, into seltzer myself. This is something your wife might like. Yeah, well, I say flavored mango mango water. I, I might be all right with I, this. I know so, who would like this. My friend Sharon would fucking love this. Yeah, because it's very much a girl. This is this is our. So this is our our second uh, paid sponsor. Paid alcohol sponsor. Correct. From, yes. from like I said, we've had. People sponsor us yep. with alcohol. Yep, your brother especially. Yeah, for sure. Like, but Michigan Wine Company sponsored yeah, us. Now we have Coors. Coors, which is really close to what I'm drinking as well. Uh, so we went with, uh, as David said, New Year, New You. This isn't new everything about you because I'm bringing out the same old me, Bud Light. I want you people to know that I'm still me, drinking my Bud Light. I'm just doing some things different this year. So as Nick says, it's it, there are certain things that you just are not new. And and one of them is I'm drinking Atwater beer because I love Atwater. I got a dirty blonde. And I have Rochester Mills. I'm finishing up the 12 days of Christmas with an Imperial Milkshake Stout. I got one left after that. It's coconut, which I hate coconut. So. Oh, I'll drink it. But I actually enjoy that Imperial. Um, I thought it was fantastic. Like, I love a good Imperial. Like, so, um, you know, I really, I, Coors. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Uh, we really appreciate it. The only thing I'm going to give you is like, here's blue, but I need some blue mountains. All right. Like, yeah, I would agree. Uh, Where are the mountains? I mean, there's mountains, but they're not blue. Right. Now I have an orange one. I have a but... red one. I like blue mountains. I'm I'm a purist like that. I see, right? You know, I've been watching Cobra Kai. Everybody else out there. Great right, show. So. Who doesn't want to just start drinking regular tours now, right? Like, because Johnny drinks it. Right, of course. He's got the glass bottle, and here we go. Like, So, I mean, it just kind of fits that we got a sweet sponsorship. <laughs> we will never turn down a, a sponsorship, let me tell you right now, even if it's beer we don't like. Yeah, I say we're still going to drink it. And, uh, so, I, I was excited. Uh, John Gonzalez from, you know, the paper. Yeah. Started following us on, on Twitter. That was very exciting. He was telling us what he was drinking, and I told him what we were drinking. Yeah. 
say that's a say that's a that's a big following. I was I was pretty excited about that. He mentioned the beer that we should try, so I'm gonna make sure I find that. We'll try it in the next couple three weeks here. I say Bell's just came out with Hop Slam, um, so I'm really excited to get out and get a few of those. Um, no, that was uh, so. Speaking of that, right? Let's start out with it. New year, new us. We need to start asking you guys for for subscribes. Shares will help get more subscriptions, right? Like subscribe to things for us. Help us get help us get out there. Um, follow us. Follow yeah. us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Say you know it's free to do. Uh, it doesn't cost you a thing, and we hope that we bring you some good content this year. Uh, our goal our goal is to give you guys exactly what you want, not the way you want. <laughs> so um, so speaking of updates, yeah, I got a message the other day from Vanessa. Anybody that's watched our show, uh, we did a consultation with Vanessa. Um, she had some great things to say, and she was asking me about changing up the strategy on paying off the cards because she thought that her Amazon card actually went up in APR. Yeah. So her and I did a little talking, and she messaged me a little bit ago, and she goes, all right, I called, and now I feel dumb. And I'm like, why? What, you know, what happened? And she goes, they actually lowered my interest rate. I just had it confused. Thought it was lower. <laughs> she thought it was lower. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they lowered it from 20 point something to 19 point something. And she's like, all that time wasted on the phone. I'm like, yeah, but look at the good thing. They lowered it. And you now know and it. And you know really that it's lowered. Yeah. yeah. He goes, so I mean, that's my highest interest rate card, but it's also my lowest balance. So does this change anything? I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Get that thing paid off. Yeah. Let, let's go. Pay the highest APR first because you know you can. And it's also the lowest amount. So let's go and let's get it out of here. So, you know. If it's if it's if it's a friend of yours and you're doing and they're doing you a favor, right? You don't want to, and they don't want paid off. Don't pay them off, right? Like my right. Land, my land contracts, right? I mean, yeah, I have a higher interest rate on my land contracts, but they did me a favor that I got the land contract. I got to purchase something, yep. so I don't I don't really worry about that higher interest rate paying them off. But like, I don't I don't know Amazon and dude already makes a crap. I'm not paying this dude next to twenty percent. Like all he's done is make billions through the pandemic. And he threw his workers hey, so a we, little bit. Yeah, we can't say trillions yet because I mean, well, not quite there. He, he made the one, and then he made the other. No, so like, no, right? So like, I don't give other people your money, right? I mean, you hear the old thing with real estate: other people's money. Sure, use other people's money as a gift, like, and as a tool, right? But to spend other people's money and have to pay them back, like, no, like, I mean, I I'm notorious. I'm the first to admit, right? Like I'm notorious for somebody, somebody needs a hundred bucks and I'll get you 120 on Friday. Dude, that's great return. Like, yeah, I, even if I don't really know you too well, I'm used to that guy that gives a hundred bucks, but like, I'm going to see you for that 120. Like, right. <laughs> so, you know, um, I don't, I don't do long. I mean, I do some long-term loans on, on some house stuff, but, um, you know, pay off those debts quickly because it adds up, like it adds up way too quick and it, and it costs way too much money think about that 20 percent. i mean that's 20 bucks on 100 bucks right yeah that's another it's another something that you probably just bought that you think of gas yeah like wow say so just breaking it i down mean that's your that's your gas bill in the, in the summer for any month yeah oh i say uh yeah i'm in in the summer my gas bill for one of my properties is paid was uh, i don't know just shy of a thousand bucks so um yeah, that's for the whole place, but no, um, great guys. So again, Coors really actually, I'm going to say good job I on, get, on, the, on the mango. The um, further you get into this, it's, it's, yeah. 
it's better. It's like I am very, very happy that we got the sponsor. Thanks uh, to Don, if you're watching and listening, uh, for getting us the sponsorship. Guys, if, uh, if you can't sponsor us yourself, but you know people that can, <laughs> we're going to take those as well. So you better the, believe we are. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, this is a large yeah. corporation sponsor. Sh- shout awesome. out to, uh, looks like Ripple Street and Chatterbox. Thank you so much for this little sponsorship here. We're going to we're gonna drink some of these and then we're going to go back to the regular beer because, you know, yeah. we are kind of beer guys. I mean, you know, so yeah. seriously. So uh, New Year, what do we want to do with our money? First thing I, I think we need to talk about with money is the thing we always harp on. Everybody should have it. Everybody should write it down. What is it, Nick? A budget. Got to have a budget. You know, this is, uh, David and I kind of, we sat and talked, just, you know, friends and friends who, who do this. Um, it's funny because we do this every week and sometimes we have to think to ourselves, like, hey, what would we do? And uh, the topic came up and we we're like, all right, man. We set goals for ourselves. We're like, hey, what, what do we want to do? And I was like, you know, like these are some things. And we're like, hey, let's set things for people. Like, all right, number one thing we harp on is budgeting. So, guys, that's the number one thing that you're going to want to do here um, is, is get yourself a budget. Um, write it down. Make that your New Year's resolution, New Year's goal. I mean, yeah, we're a couple of days past, but, like, make this happen. So, like, step one, write a budget so you can track your money. Well, you know, when we look at new year, new new goals and stuff, we, we look at writing it down. It helps keep you accountable. You're accountable to yourself. You're accountable to your family. This is what I'm spending. This is where I need to be. So that puts you in a, in a better spot than just to say, well, you know, I didn't eat out this week, so I can buy three pizzas. Well, you know, and that's... And, and, <clears throat> If, if, if you remember 2020, I mean, granted, 2020 was a little different. We all stayed home. So we, chances you didn't spend as much, right? So it's going to be a little tough to compare. But look at yourself. If you, if you were a working person, stayed working, okay? So look at yourself right now when you're watching this, when you're listening to this. How much money do you have in your bank account, okay? Like, if your stimulus hit, don't really count that. But, like, I mean, hopefully you're going to save it. But chances are you're going to spend it. But, like, all right, so take – Take that money, take exactly what you have right now. Our goal by the end of the year and to hold you accountable to, right? We're going to write the budget. We're going to do things. And by the end of next year, we're hoping that you have the same, like double, doubled it, right? Because I mean, if you've already saved this much over one year, we're hoping that you can save it again the second year plus more. Um, you know, and some people have things going for them, but our goal is to get your net worth and start tracking things throughout this year to show you, hey, this this crap really works. Like, when, <clears throat> You know what? I mean, I always say, hey, I'm dumb. And I, I mean, like, we're actually really smart people when it comes to finances. We're dumb in life. Like, we're dumb in so many other things in this world. Dumb at losing weight. <laughs> um, but, you know, we are, we are actually, we're pretty smart. We're pretty smart when it comes to money. Yeah. Well, and speaking of money, so I, I looked at Caitlin's investments mm-hmm. the other day. Because, you know, New Year. Yeah. And uh, I, wanted, I wanted to know kind of where she was sitting. So I did an ROI on... All of her investments. Uh, ROI, return on investment for people that are watching. So, of course, I tell her what it is. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll tell you in a minute. And she goes, okay, I don't really understand. And I said, great. That's fine. I said, I'll explain it to you this way. If you take a dollar, put it in Lake Michigan, they give you three cents. Yep. Your investments, I took a dollar and I put it in your investments. And right now they're giving you 25 cents. 
that's good money. That's really good money. Yeah. Say I, 25% return on her investments. All, all of them combined? All of them combined. That's really a good return. The word she's sitting at is nine. Well, three with Lake Michigan, right? Well, I, I didn't look at any of her uh like savings. checkings accounts or savings accounts. Cause I mean, like Ally earns her point five, I think. Sure. But so well, it earns the money. It yeah. earns money. So I mean, we we throw money all over the place for her and you know, I'm always keeping track of it. And I knew, okay, giving her the percentage of 25, it doesn't really mean anything. She's sitting there going, all right, I don't know what that means. But when I break it down and say, well, you know, your regular checking account's earning you three cents, but this one's earning you just 25 cents, you can go, oh, that's a lot better. Yeah. And I mean, it is. It's eight times better. You know, I, I look at things and, you know, some of the things that we love to do is, is teach kids. And mm-hmm. so we do that, you know, we do that with our, our kids. And David does it on a little bit bigger of a scale because his kid comprehends. She's 26 and she's starting to learn. But like, you know, my five-year-old, right? I, I put a dollar out there and I say, hey, look, you can have this dollar with this penny or you can have this dollar with this quarter. And, you know, normally she takes the quarter only because it's a bigger coin. Mm-hmm. And so, right. But like if I were to do it with a dime and a nickel, she'll probably take the nickel. And, and so teaching her, hey, this one's actually worth double what this is, um, is, is something I love to teach her. Um, you know, now she's starting to understand like, Hey, if dad holds out a five and a one, which one do we get to spend at the store today? She like thinks about it. She's like, dad, how many of those go into those? And I'm like, Nope, you got to pick and I'll tell you the answer later. Right. And, uh, you know, so it's really fun to me. You know, we talk about ROIs and I love it because I, I sent David a text and, uh, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm getting 28.7% um on my betterment yeah. so big shout out to betterment right like this is this is my i started it because i want my kid to have some money when she's 18 i don't touch it i put a little bit of money every week into it um and it's one of my highest performing assets outside of i guess i mean real estate i'm, I'm earning like on the flips that i do if i continue like on a, if i continue on the path i'm doing i'm gonna earn really good money um but i you know for for a set it and forget it type of a thing, mm-hmm. gosh, Betterment is doing great, right? Like I think they outbeat Vanguard this year. Um, so, I mean, front. and looking at Betterment, here's the thing we love about them: they have really low fees. So low. I so like, I think my Roth IRAs that sit with Invesco right now yep. are the lowest one is 0.85, which is over three times what Betterment sits. So I made the decision, you know, a week or so ago. I'm like, all right, I'm making okay money here. I think my ROI for them is, I don't know, like six, seven percent. So it's not great, but it's okay. Sure. I'm taking all of that out. I'm putting it into Betterment, transfer it all over to their Roth. Yeah. Because now I'm paying less money in fees to the manage. company to manage that money. And I'm going to get better returns because I get better returns at Betterment than I do it at Vesco. Yeah. So I think, um, you know, we, we brought up Betterment a little early, but you know, that's going to be our, that's going to be our, probably our number three, right? So we have number one, write a budget. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I guess we can lump it in with number two. Number two is start investing, right? Um, for, you know, whether it's, so I want everybody that has a W2 or everybody that has um, any way to get a company match of something, I want you to go get your 401ks, your your Roth 401s, your IRAs. Your um, 403Bs. Yeah, like all these. So I want, if you haven't started, 
and you just say, hey, I haven't, I haven't had the time. You know what? Like, start out with, I don't, I hate to say, but like, start with one, two, three percent. Like, my goal is to get you up to 25. I mean, you know, or actually max things out, right? Because I mean, some people 25 is, is too much. But like, my, my goal, but like, really, my first thing, figure out what they're matching and do it. Like, go to HR, right? Go to your boss, go to anybody and say, hey, what do I have to do to get started investing with the company? And they're going to say, what? And, you know, 401ks, 403s, like, this is, this is our number one thing, okay? And now if you're, and I deal with a lot of contractors now, like, now that I'm, I don't have work, right? Like, contractors, um, right? 99 employees. So, like, I, I have some friends that deliver pizzas. I have, uh, right, there's so many companies out there that don't do anything for their employees. So that's where betterment comes into play, right? Start a betterment, start an investment, start something to guarantee that your future has some type of money, right? Well, I think what people may not understand, especially when it comes to small businesses is, you know, there are costs to do all of these things. So, I mean, you know, health insurance is, is a big one. If you work for a business and they give you health insurance, that costs them a lot of money, Okay. Everybody sits there and they go, you know, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, whatever you want to call it, it sucks. It's so expensive. It's so much cheaper than insurance used to be for a person. And it's still not where companies are paying. I mean, companies pay, you know, $1,500 to cover you, your wife, and a kid every week. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, it, it, it's astronomical. And the same thing with retirement accounts. So, you know, having a small business, my wife came to me at one point and she goes, does it make any sense to get in on the SBA's 401k? And she sent it to me and I looked at the fees and I said, oh no, we'll make more money with a Roth. Yeah. And we don't have full-time employees. She's our full-time employee. Yeah. Well, you know, and so just to let you guys know, so if you need information on anything that we talked about, we've probably done episodes on Roth and regular traditional 401ks and 403s and um, right. So go back and look at those episodes. We're not going to get into too many details about it. We're just going to, right now we're telling you, Hey, these are the things that we want you to start. So, and chances are you actually probably know that there's, there's usually one employee around that kind of talks to hey, you before one day. Like I was that nerdy guy. Hey man, you know, are you, you know, are, are, are you doing 401k or whatever? No, no. You know, like, no, but I, you know, I got, I got 20 bucks a week of my paycheck going into company stock. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, mm-hmm. and, and you're, you're doing fine. Yeah. I, I never, I don't even notice it now. It just comes out. I have a normal paycheck. And I'm like, you know what you should do is like throw another 20 bucks. Cause you can, you can set a perfect amount, throw another 20 bucks in the 401k. Well, and I'm like, dude, I, we went out and drank last week and you spent a hundred bucks. Pretty sure you can afford the 20 bucks. All right. You know? And so, so, you know, I start getting people like to understand, Hey, you know, and then we start dreaming about the future. And like, again, my, my betterment is for 18 years. So now it's down to 13 years, dude. My kid's getting old quick. Yeah. But like, right, it started so long as a dream. And now, I mean, now I'm sitting there. And so it really is just, I want to have somewhat more of a better guarantee that money will be there for that big wedding, for that car, for that, I don't care. I mean, even if I take it early at Sweet 16 and throw like the biggest bash Theoretically, it was free money that I would have spent on beer anyway, but I'm actually investing it in something else, right? Like, I'm investing it for, it doesn't matter what you invest it for, people. Like, I hope that it's always for your retirement and hope that it's for you to get by. But if there's a point where, it, you know, I guess it's funny because, 
you know, who I am, I look at things and go, all right, I need enough money to where if my grandparents end up in the hospital and my company tells me I can't take time off, I just say, hey, look, I'm going to take time off. And now I just draw this money. Granted, mm-hmm. I'll find a job. But like, you know, so if I have 20K, that buys me a half a year. That buys me six months that I can spend with my family to to guarantee that I get to be with them through through the times of their need. Yeah, I lost a really good job, but I didn't lose a very good company because they didn't give me what I needed. Right? So I, yeah. my, my mind is always thought like that, like, hey, what if, what if, what if? And and so I plan for the worst and hope for the best, you know? <laughs> so. Well, you know, through all of our episodes, we've been doing this, I don't know, eight, nine months now. We, we've talked about great investment opportunities, whether it's Betterment or Stash or Acorns or yeah. Robinhood or We Bowl. We started doing We Bowl. Yeah. I started doing dope. So we had an episode right before Christmas on all about beer. Yeah. <laughs> As usual, we get off of that episode and we start talking amongst ourselves and we had Lawrence on and Lawrence is a good friend and he just started getting beat up by Nick and Ummer because he doesn't really pay attention to his money. And they just went nuts. Which and is fun for us. It, it is. It really is. So Ummer starts telling us about Webull, which is another, you know, investing platform that you can buy stocks and stuff on and we all start going and you know getting ummers referrals so you can get some free stocks and we get free stocks so we bought a bunch of stuff whatever i get a message from lawrence i haven't told you this i get a message from lawrence the next day yeah you know one of their major investors is chinese i don't know if you care but i just want you to know and i'm like lawrence i don't care (laughs) you're from england okay like you're foreign i mean uh yeah no so this is uh right we Weeble, right? <laughs> we downloaded it, so um, it was that was a fun conversation. It was, and I mean, again, <clears throat> we we talked for I don't know an hour and a half about beer, yeah, and then we probably spent another hour and a half just sitting here talking about beer and money because God, we love talking about money. We just really do. And I mean, if you have questions, please reach out. Uh, we do need to talk after this because we have a few people that want to talk to us. By the way, and and we'll we'll get into that off camera. So, I mean, we've given all these investment tools. Are, are there any quick other investments you want to give everybody, Nick? Um, investment, like, no. N- nothing nothing technically investment-wise. So, you know, the I guess the next thing I want to talk about, right, is starting a savings account, right? The, Before you do, yeah. the last investment thing I want to say, if you haven't already, go open a Roth. I... You know, and we, we talked about it before, but here's yep. here's my thing about Roth, right? Okay. okay. So you're gonna make you're 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 watching this, you're 40 years or less. You're gonna make shit tons more money when you're older. Like if you think that you're gonna make the same amount be right now as you are when you're older, like you have low goals for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're not aiming high enough. Like statistics show that you make your most money between like 50 and 60 years, like, you know, right when you're getting towards retirement, that's why you find people like starting to stay a little longer and stuff like that. But like, look at all this research that shows, hey, like you make so much, like you, your money almost doubles from the age of 20 to 50, like your income guaranteed. It just, it, it's crazy how it works. Right? You, you get promotions, you get raises, you've been in the company. Like you, well, not even just that. I mean, you know, so the, the idea of having an IRA as opposed to a Roth is when you retire, 
you make less money now, so you'll pay less in taxes, even though your tax rate might be a little higher. But I gotta ask you, Nick, because I know I know my personal feelings on this. I set up my investments in a specific way. When you retire, do you expect to make less money than you do right now? No. No, because we're gonna keep earning money. It might not be at a job, but we're gonna keep earning money. Correct. So I, I want all of that money that I'm earning in my Roth tax free. Well, and you know, and it's it's funny because I got lucky in that and the idea of that, because I started Roth probably two or three years after I had my 401k, okay. but it was just because somebody explained it to me that, Hey, Roth, you, you pay your taxes now and then you get your money later tax-free. Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh man, the amount of growth. And I started doing math and mm -hmm. I was like, like once I realized like, okay, my tax bracket here is, I don't know, 20 percentile or whatever. Right. Like, my goal is to be in that 33% tax yeah, bracket. Like, absolutely. I'm going to pay a shit. Like, I think it was like Tony Robbins one day said, my goal is to pay a billion dollars in taxes. Mm -hmm. He goes, think about how much fucking money I made. And I was like, that's, that, that's a lot of coin, right? <laughs> like, he goes, he goes, yeah, that's pretty much it. And I was like, man, that, that's a great way to put it. Well, for any of you listening out there, you have a friend that is like Nick or I who is just going to sit down and talk to you about this for free because they like talking about it. And I'm that friend for a lot of people. You're that friend for a lot of people. We're that friend for each other. Yeah. We bounce investment stuff off of each other all the time because we're always looking to make more money off our money. My money needs to work. Damn it. I work. It needs to work. See, you know, it's funny because you hear all these kids, oh, I don't, I, I want to be a YouTube person. And sure you can, but like, I don't, you know, I just had somebody the other day. So one of my, one of my business partners, she's like, oh, my, my daughter wants to start learning some stuff. Um, she's tired of working. I was like, we've all been there, but here, like instantly, I was like, you got to start investing your money. Like mm -hmm. how much is she putting, like all these questions, how much is she putting away? What is she doing to stop working? Like, you know, I have friends that have taken months of like, I, actually they took 10 years of hiatus of not working. Like he just doesn't work. Like he took 10 whole years and he's like, and I was like, what are you going to do? And he goes, well, I mean, you just find odd jobs and you find things that you want to do. He goes, but I saved up crap on a coin that I don't have to go back to work. And I was like, that makes so much sense. He goes, you know, so I can't tell people I'm retired because there's a chance I'll go back to work someday, but for the right stuff. And you know, he picks up jobs here and there for like three, four month projects, but it's great. I love it. Yeah, I, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, the 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 options we have nowadays they're just absolutely phenomenal which reminds me of something we're gonna pause for just a second here if i can make my mouse work hey pause. I no hang on we're gonna pause so a little, little break there i had to ask my wife a question and you guys didn't need to be privy to that boring crap so do we want to go down the list as it is or you you had started to talk about something else yeah so, well, you know, I guess, right. So we have, we have, we're going to try to keep it going, right? Number one, number two, number three is going to be opening a savings account, right? Play it safe, yep. play it safe. Don't, don't, don't take risks, things like that. Like if you're, if you're just not comfortable doing, you know what, here's, here's my suggestion, right? Like, Hey, you don't think that you can afford that 20 bucks a, uh, a month or a week. I 20 bucks a week or every paycheck, bi-weekly, whatever it is, for 401k, right? So here's my suggestion is test yourself, right? Open for 
for two months, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want this to last forever. So I'm going to give you 10 months to invest and two months to try it out. But which is, you know, uh, anywhere from eight weeks to four paychecks, you know, depending. And so what I want you to do is I want you to open up a savings account, take 20 bucks and have it automatically deposited over there. At the end of the two months, right? But at the end of February, if you have not touched it and you said, hey, I haven't thought about it. Oh, my gosh. I have, you know, um, eight, 16, 16 uh, 160 bucks. Like you're you're realizing that, hey, you have a little bit. Good. Stop investing into your savings account. Put it over to your retirement. Like, yep. Because so savings account means you can touch it right here, right now. Anytime you need it. Any second. But here's the thing I don't think people really understand about savings accounts. And, and I've talked a little bit about this, but I, I think it needs to be driven home. So when it comes to retirement accounts, when it comes to um, even life insurance policy. So my aunt is a great example. My aunt lived like she was poorer than poor. She made 40 grand a year. Nick, the last time I shot before, you know, this year or 2020 was with Nick and my aunt. And she had her own place. She didn't have any reason to live poor, but she looked like she was a poor person. She got diagnosed with colon cancer. She died a year and a half later. She could have at any point in time after that diagnosis, because they told her, listen, it's stage four, you're going to die in the next five years. She could have at any point in time taken all of her retirement out, taken all of her life insurance policies out and done anything she wanted to do. But she didn't do any of those things. And to me, that's ridiculous. You know, at some point, you want to enjoy whatever you made. I had a friend over the other day, we were talking about, you know, kids and stuff. And, and I said, you know, at some point, I would like Caitlin to have a kid because I want to be a grandpa at some point. Yeah. And I mean, she's going to be 26 this year. And you know, she's not really dating anybody seriously. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen. I have no idea. And I'm not pressuring her, you know, if, if she doesn't want to, great. But I'm sitting there looking at everything I've amassed. And I, I have these large collections that are worth money and I'm saving money and there's going to be an inheritance and she's going to, you know, basically make bank when Dawn and I pass away. I want that to not end with her. I don't want her to sit there and go, all right, well, I'm dead and now nobody gets it. I want her to have somebody to be able to pass that on to so that all of my hard work at some point is realized later that, you know, my daughter got to enjoy it. My grandkids got to enjoy it. Their kids got to enjoy it. I, I really want that at some point. Sure. No, and that's, you know, I think that's huge. You know, when you're, when you're living the poor life, right. And let's call it poor life. I don't, I, don't, I can't put it nicer. Um, Most of us have been there. Right. Like you don't, I mean, even are, I guess, right. Middle-class whatever like there's no middle class there's, right there's, now there's, 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 so you know a few years ago a friend of mine brought me up to his grandparents cabin um on silver lake yep um right and it's a house i don't want to call it a cabin this is a house with every amenity you could want right wi-fi and it's i don't know three bedrooms just right on the water and they have a they have a you know, like when you get jealous of people, like mm -hmm. what they have, right? So there, there's, there's a boat, there's a pontoon that includes all the gas. Yep. There's, there's a jeep that you can go on the dunes with. Yep. Like everything was all inclusive, and I was like, man, like what is this? And he's like, oh, my grandfather does all this, and 
Um, he goes, you know, he wants the whole entire family come up here and not have a single care except for, you know what, like if you could bring some food or something like yeah. that to like replenish it that way, you know, your fruits are going to go bad and stuff like that. And he goes, that's the only thing you ask. And he goes, yeah, it's in a trust so that way forever, right? Like mm-hmm. f- for the longest time, this is going to constantly, he goes, if the Jeep breaks, we go right here to this repair shop. They, they, they pay the bill. Everything gets done. He goes, we have this list of people to call for, you know, AC goes out, heat goes out, like anything. And it's just be like, I want, that. Like, I yep. want, I want, oh man, like, where did your parents get this beautiful thing? Like, yep. you know, cause I mean, dude, they, they probably bought it back in the day for let's call it nothing. 40,000 bucks right on the water. Now it's worth a half a million bucks. Dude, 20 years from now, things would be worth like 1.5 million. I mean, if, if numbers keep going the way they are, like it's just going to be insane. Um, well, you know, you look at the house I grew up in in Plainwell, which, you know, it's it's on a road. There's there's literally no money in Plainwell unless you live in Dawson. Yeah. But I mean, you know, we have five acres. We have a, two ponds on the property. It's 5,400 square feet. We could probably sell it for 325, 350 if we wanted to. Oh. My grandmother bought that house in 1972. 19- for like... Twelve thousand dollars, and that's what you find, man. Like it's insane. So I guess like the idea behind that is, is right, like invest, invest for the future, not just your future, but the next future and the future after that. Like make it. You don't have to give people shit, but like you can make it easier for them. It was funny as crap. Oh my gosh! So side thing because that's what we do. Um, I was driving today, and I'm in a brand. I'm in like a 2006, 18 Camry or something like okay. that. Um, company vehicle. Um, you know, all Mr. Fancy. And I was like, dude, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna buy my daughter a, a nicer car, and then like I'm gonna one day I'm just gonna go take off the battery terminal, right? Like, and then the next day I'm gonna like take her wheel off, right? Like, because she'll never understand what it was like for me, like the times where I where the tire popped or getting in and hoping the car starts up, like she won't understand. And I was like, don't want i mean because i i need her to understand that she doesn't need to take that for granted and like people struggle to you know because i was like what did i have in my mind if i couldn't make the school because my car broke down oh yeah i got to call my grandparents or something and say hey like my car broke. so i had i had to i had to pre-plan for everything and that's how my mind worked is like all right if your car breaks down what do you do all right you have zero dollars to your name you can't call a tow truck you call your brother who has a vehicle who can come pick you up or like you, you know, so um, but you know, the idea is is like even at that, like she's five and I'm already thinking about her first car, and I'm like, I'm gonna buy her a four thousand dollar vehicle. Hopefully she pays two thousand dollars towards it, like build up money, you know. I mean, um I pay I bought Caitlin her first car, she was 14. Yeah, pays her own insurance and stuff, and so uh, you know, it'll teach it'll teach them stuff. Like I I think that everybody has to earn everything, they don't have to earn it one hundred percent. You know, I mean, if my kid wants a Lambo and I have an extra, you know, if, if it's a hundred thousand dollars and she has fifty thousand that she can throw at it by the age of eighteen or sixteen, like if she tells me from sixteen to eighteen she can buy a Lambo eighteen and she throws fifty k at it, dude, like I'm gonna probably throw that fifty k at it. The rules are gonna be I drive it first yeah. and on Sundays, right? <laughs> like, um, let's say, you know, but I, you know, I want to be at that point where it's, it's, hey, you know what, you earned it, let's do it. I have some bad news to break to you. What's that? We don't. Lambo. I can fit a passenger seat. I mean, I'll hire a chauffeur for. Uh, I don't think I fit in a Lambo, dude. Uh, we could try. You know what? Like, 
We can buy it. No. So, um, <laughs> getting back to our I, list here. You know, so that's the whole point. The whole point is invest for your future, right? So the top three things, invest for your future. Invest in you, invest in yourself, invest in your family, invest in, you know, if you don't love yourself, find love for yourself, right? Because that's the number one thing. And then invest because you you want to you want to love everybody else. Well, we talk about writing down your budget, but I I think the other really important thing about that is tracking your spending. When we talked to Vanessa, yeah, she said not only did she have a budget written down, but she she tracked every dollar that came in and went out, yep. so that she knew exactly where everything was going. And she had told me when so Vanessa and I met the end of August, and she told me, yeah, we don't need we don't need out much. We don't spend any money there. Yeah, and then when we met. With Nick, she goes, I couldn't believe how much money we spent eating out. I, I just had no idea. And I started tracking it. I'm like, holy crap, I need to cook more. Well, so, you know, and that's what you find. Like, you don't realize it. I mean, even today, um, right, I had, I bought breakfast and I bought lunch. And yep. went home and my wife made dinner. But I, it's, it's funny because I was going to the drive throughs and I was like, hey, you know, I probably spent a hundred bucks every week. I'm stupid freaking lunch. Or, yeah. You know, I was like, yeah. this is crazy. Um, no, but you know, so budgeting, right? So I'm going to call, we'll, we'll, we'll touch base or we'll touch back on it real quick, right? So like if you have a house payment, car payment, any type of a payment that has to go out, right? So all your bills, all your, everything, everything that goes out needs to go down. It's a guaranteed thing. Not not if it's something that is once in a while, like, but if, so if you're on an Ipsy, if you're on a family handyman, like myself for once every three years, mm-hmm. um, if you're on anything that's recurring Netflix, Write that down. Write that bill down. Okay. Now on another part on the bottom, right? You're going to have the, hey, we got hit with the, uh, Tyler got, you know, his arm broken or little, little, this is, you know, my flat tire. So there's things that are going to happen, right? So write everything that you spend going out, but like back your main guarantees. So this is guaranteed money that you're always going to spend. Always going to happen. There's no changing it. Life sucks. Get over it. Um, you know, I mean, I guess if you have a house 30 years, if you have rent, I mean, that's forever. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, well, those are easy things to track. If you, you write it down, yep. you know what it is. Yep. And then you can figure out where to cut here, there, or ev- everywhere else. And, and, you know, the funny thing is, is so people are going, oh, I don't want to track this. Okay. But here's here's my, my goal for everybody. Okay. Take one day. Take a busy day. Okay. You're having a very busy day. You wake up and you know you're going to have a busy day. Track everything you spent. Why? Because... You know what, when you, when you have to take, when you, when your mind thinks and you go, oh, I have to write down this McDonald's for three bucks. Like, it's going to be a, a trigger in your brain. Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, oh, I went to the gas station and bought a, a pop or a candy bar. And now, now I have to take that time to write this down. You're either A, going to stop wanting to write things down. So you're going to stop buying things <laughs> or B, you're going to, you're going to fail. But really you're going to succeed because you're going to realize, hey, I spent way too much and I need to stop stopping at places to buy stupid shit. Well, and, and what it really does is, is it will make you think about what your actual time investment is on those things. So, I'm gonna, you know, I decide, hey, it's early. I don't want to cook breakfast. My wife's out early. She doesn't have time to cook breakfast. Screw it. I'm going to run over to McDonald's and get a sausage McMuffin with egg. Oh, or a Baconator from Wendy's that I had this morning. Or that is that good? That was actually pretty good. You can get a free one on the app with any breakfast purchase, and their potato wedges are awesome. Anyways, so you decide, hey, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna spend 
five bucks on breakfast this morning. And you think about it, all right, well, I have to drive over there and that's going to cost me, you know, 15 minutes. So, you know, 40 cents in gas. And then I'm going to spend $5 and I'm up to 540. And I only make 11 bucks an hour. So that's basically half of my pay for an hour. Do I really need to stop and get breakfast if it's going to cost me half of that? I, and I mean, even if you make more money, I mean, Nick, what did you make? You made a, about 20 at Gentex? A little more, yeah. Yeah, and I, you know, I'm around 30 at my job. And, you know, I have to sit there and I, I always think about it in a time aspect. How much time do I have to work to spend this money? So is it worth it? No, and that's, you know, it's funny because I had a kid I worked with who used to call it Rex Hours. Mm. Rex was a boss. Rex was my boss, right? And he, you know, he kind of didn't want, they, they butted heads. So oh, yeah. He goes, oh, how many Rex Hours is this going to be? <laughs> and I was like, dude, if you keep that up, you're going to be successful. And the kid, right, like he, he got to the point where he had two kids and his wife stopped working because right, he was just financially smart. So, yeah. again, if you're young and you don't have kids, but you think, hey, and everybody bitches about childcare. So get to that point where, where decisions don't own your life, right? Like if you're a person that's not going to have a hundred thousand dollars a year fucking income, understand that, you know what, like you can afford to have your wife stay home if you learn how to budget, right? I mean, just buy a, buy a smaller house until you get by, Yep. you know, buy this until, until things get by like, yes. Okay. Everybody, everybody tries to fight everything and go, Oh, well, she's staying home. Now we find it at home work. No, like just budget and like live in your means, man. Well, and here's the biggest thing for anybody that's watching. You can do anything you want to do. Yep. It, as long as you're willing to put in the work. So, like, you're watching Nick and I right now. We love beer. We love food. Big guys. You know how to eat healthy? Yes. I know how to eat healthy. I I'm officially started eating one salad a day. Okay. For, you know, at least one meal has to be a salad. And and we know how to do it. Yeah. But you know what I also know? Oh, that bacon tastes great. Oh, my God. It tastes so good. <laughs> Hamburger tastes so good. Yeah. Pizza? Yeah. Oh, Love me some good pizza. I had a baconator this morning. <laughs> my wife, when she makes a cheesecake? Yeah. Oh, I'm all about that. I'm you know, all about your wife's cheesecake. You know what? <laughs> I know you are. You know what I, I got turned on to lately? Ben and Jerry's. Oh, we've been buying them too. Or those oh. ma- or those Magnum ice creams. Oh yeah, those like, depends on which one goes on sale for three bucks a piece. Yeah, if it's three bucks, <laughs> I'm buying. So listen, <laughs> being skinny is the easiest thing in the world if you want to put in the work. Yes, Nick and I are not skinny for for several reasons. One of them is you know we like well I don't like to cook, but you do cook a little bit. And Courtney cooks. Yeah, so, and Don loves to cook. When I when I said salad has to be one of my meals. It has to be with one of them. So, like today, I went to Arby's right for, for my second drive-through, um, and I got a side salad and some chicken sliders. Yep, and, yep. And so, I mean, it wasn't that healthy, right? But um, oh, you know, you can have what you want. You just have to do. You have to be willing to do the thing it takes to get what you want. Well, right? it's the same thing with money. If if you want more money, you have to work your ass off to get it. Nothing in this life comes easily. So if you want to be skinny, you got to work really hard to be skinny. If you want to be rich, you got to work really hard to be rich. Nobody's handing us anything. Same. I think rich is rich is a mindset, right? I mean, it is. It really is. You know, um, you know. So 
when when we write our budget, right? So we we're gonna we're gonna do another thing. Um, we're gonna write down our debts, right? Yep. How much how much money you owe somebody that you've taken out loans for? Um, not only how much money. What are you paying interest wise on those? And when do you expect them to pay off? You know, and that's we want you guys to get detailed on this. Mm -hmm. Like this is a new year, like very detailed. We've started realizing that a lot of generic, like, hey, do the we want to talk to you guys exactly how to do it. Right. So, you know, it's funny because this came about because um I got a phone call today about switching my insurance, mm -hmm. which is another thing we're gonna bring up. But switching my insurance, the guy goes, Hey. Do you, did you be able to compare apples to apples? And I was like, no. I go, I don't even know who like five of my rentals are with. Like, I really have no clue. I so, try. homeowners insurance. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, I was okay. like, I was like, I should really get my shit in life figured. Yeah. <laughs> like, and he, he starts laughing. And I was like, like that's sad. Like, I I just pay people money. Like, and I don't know who it goes to, mm -hmm. and I don't really care. Like. It's bad. Like saying it out loud sucks. Um, but right, you need to know where every dollar goes, even if it's insurance and something you can't control. Let's say, I mean, you can control it by going cheaper. But like, you know, there's certain things that you need to understand. You need to write down every bill, every interest rate. You need to write down. You know, hey, if I pay the bare minimum, how long will this take for me to yep. pay it off? If I don't add, do it right. Like. And our hope is, you know, that you guys realize, hey, some of these could be six months. You know, let's say, let's say some of them are, hey, I only have six months left to pay. But if I pay an extra 10 bucks, I can pay it off in two months. Like, do that. Like, I mean, if there's some small bills, I mean, PS5s came out. PS5s came yep. out, right? And I'm, I'm guaranteeing people finance the 600 bucks. Okay? Okay, absolutely. They did. So you just got a stimulus check. Okay. Take that. You already made payments. So now you're down to 400 bucks probably. 425 after interest take the 420 and just pay pay your 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 credit card that you put this thing on so here, here's a great example two years ago i needed a roof yeah and i need a roof i call nick yeah. nick what would you do he goes go get a heloc talk to lake michigan get a heloc low rates no big deal so i go and i talk to lake michigan and they're like yeah these are the rates on the heloc like, hmm. that's not bad i think it was four four and a half percent that's pretty high. So I talked to my daughter and I'm like, listen, I'm gonna borrow this money from you. I'm gonna pay you back three percent, just like you would have made at Lake Michigan. And I'm gonna do it for two and a half years. And she goes, Okay. And that was December of 18. I paid that off in December of 20. Yeah. I didn't pay off two years of it. I paid two and a half years of it because I Factor out what I'm going to pay in interest for a full two and a half years. And I made sure I threw as much extra as I could. And I paid her two and a half years of interest on that to make it worth her while for allowing me to borrow the money and to save myself money. A lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah. I mean, we're talking one and a half percent probably. Well, I mean, on a HELOC, you can do, yeah, one and a half percent plus. I mean, because yeah. HELOC, you can technically do for 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Until it becomes a 20-year mortgage. Right? So it becomes a second. So, like, yeah, like you have potential to just spend just interest only for 10 years yes. and and pay all that. So, yes, you. And it's funny because anybody watching, listening, 
you have to understand how stand-up of a move that is, right? You're still paying the extra half percent mm-hmm. to borrow money because you know it's the right thing to do, right? And like that's what separates that's what separates the good people from the people who will always take advantage. Well, that, that's just it. I mean, you know, she did me a solid by allowing me to borrow that money. It was like 13000 Yeah. Which, in all honesty, I mean, you know, we hit some money issues at the beginning of that, of 19, mm-hmm. especially with Dawn not knowing what she wanted to do. Yep. So I, I ended up taking more money from her than I expected to. I, I would just say, hey, listen, I got, I got to take a little bit this month. And she's like, yeah, that's fine, Dad. Do whatever you need to do. Yep. So, I mean, I ended up taking that 13 up to 19. Yeah, and I still pay that nineteen off in two years, and that was my goal. I wanted to pay it off early so that I didn't have to worry about that anymore. And she had money in case she needed it for something. And of course, she just bought her first place. She bought a condo, yep. so she had all of her money back to do that with. And you know, we went out Christmas Eve. Her and I went out, and she wanted some, a section, a small sectional. So we went to Bob's Discount Furniture. Now. I, I recommend this to everybody. Freeze your credit. That way people can't just use it. When you freeze your credit, Nick, make sure you remember. Oops. So we go to Bob's and, and they're like, yeah, we can do six months, no interest. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm down with that. I like six months, no payments or no interest. What, was there a cash discount? There was not. Which is a first. Yeah, it was just, you, you, if you finance it, it can be six months, no interest. I'm like, all right. Just, I'll always take that. I so mean, we sit down and she's like, I get extra money if I, you know, get so many credits run today. Can I run your credit? She goes, it's a soft inquiry. I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I don't care. So she runs mine. Then she runs my daughter's. And she comes back with, we have to pay $30 for an instant yes or no. Because they can't give us a yes or no. It's going to take seven days. What do you want to do? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not paying $30 for anything. She goes, well, then we have two options. You can either pay for it now or we can put it under yours because you've already been approved for five grand. That's fine. Put it under mine. I don't care. Yeah. I go home and I I look at my daughter and I say, listen, it probably happened because your debt to income is higher now because you just bought your first place. And I go home and like two days later, I go, oh, crap. She's got a freeze on her credit. They couldn't, they couldn't do anything. They, they couldn't pull her credit. So like an idiot, I kind of, you know, handcuffed her. She couldn't do anything. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's on mine. And I don't really care. She's going to pay it off in six months. That way there's no interest. Yeah. And, the, you know, that's just it. Like she's she's already got it budgeted out, right? She broke it down to six months. She's making the payments every month to guarantee that it's going to happen. And, you know, the... the it's funny because everybody thinks they have to do everything by themselves. And this is a great point. I yep. love I love this about us. Yeah. So everybody, guys, if you're married, if you're significant other, if you have a best friend, if you have anything, right? Like be honest with them and say, hey, look, uh, you know, I'm gonna pay this in six months, right? Like David's gonna talk to Caitlin every month and say, Hey, did you pay this? Hey, I seen that this came out of your account. All right, cool. Like we're on board, like, you know. there's just nothing like have somebody hold you accountable for things. Um, You know, so paying down debt and what you owe. Well, that's a huge one. Yeah. Not only just, so we're at the first of the year. Let's look at our debt. Let's pay it down. Nick said, write it all down. Yeah. Not only that, let's, let's call our creditors. We talked about Vanessa calling hers at the beginning. 
So call your creditors and ask them to reduce your interest rate. It doesn't hurt. Sure. Oh, it doesn't hurt at all. And, you know, and we find that to be some of the most successful ways to go. Like, um, so we talked about it in so many episodes, right? Like, so that's channel. Like, I guess that would be a challenge. It's not a, yeah. it's not a new year, new you, like make phone calls, right? Like do the things that we've talked about on this stuff, like call and get lower everything. Like if you have a credit card that you're paying money on and you, and you're like, Hey, I have, I have 800 credit because I pay my bills on time. Like good for you. But like, don't be a dumbass and like ask for lower interest rate. Like the reason you have an 800 credit score is because you paid somebody money to have that. Well, like, there are people out there that do not make calls. I am one of them. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm not making any phone calls. Don't call me. I don't want to talk to you. Not happening. My wife, on the other hand, will call anybody at any time. She has called as my wife. She has called as my friend's wives. She does not. She will call any creditor at any point in time. and sit there and try to talk them down on anything. So you have somebody in your life that likes to talk to people, use them. They're probably willing to do it. So get a hold of them and say, hey, I don't, you know, have the the gall to sit here and call, you know, Chase and say, hey, I really want a lower interest rate. Your friend does. Your friend's going to go, yeah, I don't mind doing that. I'll be your wife. Yeah, for sure. Like, Number one, right? I mean, we can all just say it what it is, right? Like, you can have partners in life now. And I guarantee that if David was like, hey, Nick, Don's on a cruise because I didn't want to go because I'm a stubborn SOB. Yep. Um, hey, man, do you want to come make some phone calls for me? I have a 24 rack of, uh, of Bud Light with your name on it. So those that are listening, I just held up my, my Bud Light case. Um I'm probably going to make some phone calls. If I get the drink and just sit here and go, hey, I'm going to need you to go ahead and lower that from eight. Like, and you can say it just like that. Like people are, hi, this is, uh, you know, Chase Bank. How can I help you? And you're going to go, look, I got a credit card. You're charging me. And like, this is how I talk to people. And people will get all angry. Yeah, I'm paying uh, 19%. I'm going to go ahead and need you to put that down to 12. Well, sir, let me see what I can do. Can I have your name? Yeah. Uh, my name is Nick. I'm calling on behalf of David, right? Like, oh, sir, can you get his permission? Um, yep. So I'm, I'm the power, you know, like I have power of attorney during this specific time. Can you prove that? Yep. Can you tell us your social? Okay, here you go. And then honestly, I'm just going to sit there and waste these people's time until I get exactly what I like. I'm going to lower 5% guaranteed. And David and I will probably have bets along the way to see how much we can lower it. Oh, yeah. And, and like, it's going to be a game for us because we're just bored. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't owe any money on a credit card, but I would still call just to get an interest rate lowered in case I use it someday. Yeah. <laughs> so, one of the other things. So, yeah. Pandemic. Pandemic. You did travel. You went to South Dakota. I did. I did no traveling. I went to Frankfurt, Illinois, to Sybaris. Yes. I'm going there next month again because it was that good. Yeah. 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 It, trust me, it, it cost that. So let's have a specific goal for something we want to do in the future. So I'm supposed to take a cruise in October. Now, see, now we're talking future, right? Something pretty far out oh. that we set goals for. Yep. And I know how much it costs. Yep. 
I, I want to set money aside. Yeah. So when I sit there and, and, and we talked about budget and writing things down, Nick, would you suggest I write down what I need to spend and how much money I need to save each month to spend this to just go and have a good time and not worry about my money? You know, when you can go and not worry about anything, not having to worry about paying that bill back when you get back, like that's the greatest feeling in the world, right? Um, you know, so I, I've never taken a cruise. Actually, it's funny that you mentioned this because my uncle just reached out that, Hey, guys weekend, three day cruise. What do you think? Oh, like, no, I, my uncle David. Okay. Uh, so I like his name. I'm like, all right, this doesn't sound bad. My wife's like, all right, just go like shut up and leave. And you know, so it's going to be October, let's say. And so I don't have to pay things and we're not bucking anything because COVID and all that, but um, I, here's my suggestion to people. Like if you have future plans, let's say, Hey, I want to be able I know I'm going to spend, you know, what? everybody look at your credit card right now, figure out how much you spent on credit cards, right? Like, I don't care if you spent 4,000 bucks, but it made you happy that you spent 4,000 bucks. My, my suggestion to you is right now for, again, I do the two month thing, right? Like, all right. If I can save, you know, Take, take that divided by 12. If I can save that for two months, I guarantee you that I don't have to finance it later. I can't, then I, I, I need to change my budget, right? So your 4,000 needs to become 3,000. Um, going on vacation, just like David said. Yes, write it down, budget it. Set little goals in between. I think that's the biggest thing. All right, hey. You know, this month I need to save 150 bucks for my $600 trip um, because I, I need it paid um, in four months, right? So set it, set it every every month. If you don't hit it, then you need to understand that you need to either a change or try harder. And if you give yourself six months, um, oh, this one, ask I know, is this one? yeah. So David, David just left me and came back with. Uh, Rochester Mills, we're going to interrupt this. Rochester Mills, Imperial Triple Layer Delicatessen Milk. This is this was hands down my favorite that came out of the case. All right. I'm so not we talking about fans. So. We talked about Imperials. Uh, this is, I didn't, so when you said coconut, I was like, wow, I wonder if he's talking about the Imperial Delicatessen. Yeah. The three layer, it's just, it, this is fantastic. I'm going to finish my Bud Light. And this is great. While we're talking about it, I went and got my last Deschutes Black Bee Porter. Yeah. So, right, like, guys, not everything has to happen overnight, right? But, like, what we're trying to do is teach you that things can happen over a long period of time if you just think about it for a long time, right? So, like, I think the thing, <laughs> I think the thing they need to understand here is, listen, everybody wants these short-term goals, you know, something they can hit in three months and that that's great yep. set a three-month goal yep. but let's look at the long game and the long game is nick has it written out on his whiteboard at home yep do what i want when i want it's in it's in bright red it is it's funny because i hadn't been down to my office in a while and david and i were we were zooming we were just talking or something and uh, it was uh, our no, it wasn't our last episode. I say, but yeah, it was one of the episodes, and I had I, I was down in my own office, and I I go, wow. I think it was the one with Gary that I just posted today. I said, this is this is amazing, right? It literally says it right there. It 
it says, do what I want when I want to. That's and it, it's right under the word goal, right? Yeah. Like my goal is not money. It's not, you know, it's literally just everything of my life. Like it's, it's everything all at once. And what does that mean to me? Like for you people, it's completely different. Like some people don't drink. Some people, I mean, if you don't drink, you're probably not listening. <laughs> but right. Like that's exactly like, I want to do this. I want to do this every Tuesday. I want to enjoy what we do. Well, you know, I, I sit there and I look at what could be with 2021 because I really, I'm at that point in my life. I'm 43 years old. I want to do certain things. And one of the things I want to do is be able to travel more. Like, I traveled a lot as a kid. Yep. That was a short walk. I had to stretch my back. Oh, okay. I, I, I traveled a lot as a kid, but I want to travel more now that I'm old. And, you know, 43 to me is old. Yeah. So it's, it's old to me. I, I'm sure it is to you. So, you know, I'm looking at things I could possibly do this summer. And, and one of the things, you know, I talked about with Dawn was she's got an aunt in Baltimore and she loves her aunt a lot. And, I've never been to Baltimore. I think that'd be kind of fun to go to. And maybe we take a drive that way. And, and maybe I can catch some baseball games while we're gone. And we can hit Baltimore and maybe hit Washington, D.C. I go see the Nationals play. If we come back, I can see Pittsburgh play. I know that when we looked, Baltimore was out of town. And I really want to go to Camden Park. But they're out of town. So, you know, maybe another year I can go to Camden Park. I don't know. I, I thought about maybe Atlanta. It'd be nice to go catch a Braves game. Maybe the Cubs will be in town when I'm down there. Who knows? And what I really want to do is I want to start experiencing these things that, you know, we haven't been able to do for so long because we've been so worried about paying our bills or raising our daughter or providing things we need to provide or, you know, me coaching all summer long. You know, I, I look at that and I'm like, I love coaching, but, I kind of like to do other stuff now too. I've coached for almost 20 years. It's 18, I think I'm sitting at here. And it's like, you know, hey, it's time to go do some stuff. I, you know, I, I envy people like Nick because he decides, eh, I can grab everything and go go for a drive today. And you know, I might end up 15 hours away, and that's okay. And honestly, anybody that watches this does not live in the Midwest of the United States, does not realize. The rest of you people are sitting there going, I would never spend 15 hours in a car. And we're like, yeah, 15 hours. That's the yeah, thing. Exactly. We can do that in a day. Right? Like, we Michigan people drive to Florida, right? So yep. like, 24 hours. We're like, it's less than a day. We're going to be all right. In 2016, yeah. I had a convention to go to in Cincinnati. I drove from here to Cincinnati. Yep. Went to the convention, did what I needed to do, and drove back up to Plainfield, Illinois, so I go to Cubs game the next day. I spent so much time on the road that day, it was awful. But I wasn't doing anything out. I'm like, hey, I got to drive. Let's go. Well, so, you know, I think that's the Midwest problem is we don't understand time is money because, you know, I went to St. Louis, and then at the same time, I drove all the way up to Wrigley to, yep. watch, to watch a baseball game, and I'm like, huh, it was just like – Six hours away, not you know, six and a half hours ago. Um, well, we did a vacation episode too, and we talked about that. We want to hit certain ball. There are just ballparks you want to go to, yeah. aren't there? Oh yes, at Fenway and Camden are two of them. Oh, say. I want to go to Fenway so bad this year if they open up. I don't. Maybe when when our sponsors come in. I know that if you want to join Mike, Mike and I, we're doing a Wrigley Day in the bleachers. Oh, I love. 
we're we're gonna get matching shirts that say um left field sucks on the back. Oh I'm in. So man, this sounds great. Cheers. Let's say um you know so we we've we've hit on quite a few things. You know to us it's not really the biggest importance as your future, but I would say it, it's right up there, right? So I want you guys to do an emergency fund, right? Absolutely. Like if if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that I mean, granted, nobody can nobody could think a pandemic's gonna stop you for what are we going on? Like months. It started in March and it's January, so we're in like 11 we're, months. We're 10, 10, 11 months in. Nobody can plan for that, right? Like I had six months reserve, and if if I didn't do other things, like I'd be screwed. Like so, but you might as well at least be able to have an exit strategy to buy yourself time to get out of what you have. So I started my most recent class today. Yeah. Just tuition reimbursements back. So I went back to school. And one of the questions I had to answer was, what are the difficulties for a financial planner right now? Um, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. The last pandemic was 1918. Oh, this isn't it good? And there was no basis for money back. I mean, literally money back then, you didn't have all these credit options. You know, if you made money, you had to spend it. And if you didn't make it, you were pretty well screwed. So it's so different nowadays. So there's, you can't sit there and say, well, this is what it was like the last time a pandemic hit, because we don't have that to draw on. Yep. Well, it's, no one can predict it. No one has seen it coming. It's amazing to both of us the way that the economy, I mean, small business, the economy is doing globally pretty okay, but like small businesses are getting screwed and we understand that. Um, but that's not what people invest in, right? No. <laughs> I mean, it's sad, people like, invest in big business. Ba- banks, right? Yeah. Banks probably get screwed on it, but like mortgage payments, because mortgage rates are so low, people can, and the, the real estate, it's so like, to me, we should do, we're going to do a whole episode, or at least we're going to talk privately about how money, <laughs> money, money's just, it's really weird how it's working right now. Scares the crap out of me. Uh, so um, I signed my, my refi yeah. two days before Christmas. Good for you. And I sat there at the title agency, you know, she says to me, she goes, you will never refi this house again because you will never find a rate lower than this the rest of your life. It's funny because you know how many people said that back when things hit? Yeah, in like 2009. Yeah. yeah. And then now look at it, right? Like, I mean, we're half price. Like um, 2.875 I, I signed for. Huge. Like, that's good for you. Congrats. Um, and, you know, so speaking of refi, right? Like, property taxes. Um, take a I'm look at do it. it next month. Take a look at your, take a look at your taxes. Take a look at, um, right? So most people don't understand they're, if they overtax you, so right now the economy and real estate is looking really good. Mm-hmm. But if you are at the point where you bought a house that's too high into your price range and then taxes just keep going up, you can go to the city and fight that, right? Like, say, hey, look, go, right? Say, hey, my house isn't valued at this much. Here's why. Mm-hmm. The inside shot, like, just sell them on what your crap is, right? Don't have too much pride. Just make sure you get your, your price lowered. Um, they'll do an appraisal on, them, on themselves and they'll lower your taxes, right? Like personal taxes. 
Um, figure out, right? I mean, David, you donate so much time. I don't worry about what I donate. Um, <laughs> say, you know, mine's usually mine, mine's usually money or boys or something like that, right? Like, I mean, we hit we hit our donation marks every year. Um, we donate a lot to Don and David's thing. Um, even you know, even if it's I don't know, I I see toys for like twenty five cents, and I literally mm-hmm. buy the entire fucking bin. And I'm like, hey, put this in the back of my truck. I just spent $80 on toys. And I'm like, here, just drop it. Because, you know, every kid gets at least one toy at that point. Yeah. Um, you know, but, like, look at your taxes. Look at things that you get to write off. Look at – make sure make sure that you know, hey, did your kid go to school? Did you pay for books? Did you – you get to write off so well, many things. You need to really look at those taxes and what do they mean. So <clears throat> are you the type of person that really is needing that big return? Um, you know, March. Yeah. Or are you the person that doesn't care about a return in March? You want your money all year long. Now, smart people want it all year long. Okay. I I am a smart person, but I know with my wife, she's happy to have a big return in March. So we we kind of hedge that bet, and I, you know I I hope that she'll be happy with whatever our return looks like in March, and and. You know, I have a little extra taken out of my check to be able to do that because right now that's, you know, for the last 20 years we've been together, that's been a thing where we knew that, you know, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine thousand dollars was coming in in March. So we could use that to either pay something off or get something we needed to get or make, you know, remodel something, whatever it may be. You know, five years from now, I would hope that her and I are at a spot where she's like, Hey, I don't really want a big return in March. I would like to just be even. I would like to be even too. He never gets a return. I just, so everybody's watching, like, I want to be where David's at, right? Just, just even like if I didn't have to, <laughs> well, you know, and, and right. I don't know what it is. 90% of America, 95%, like they get returned. I don't know what the percentage is. Like people get returns. I haven't gotten a return since I was, I don't know, five, six years ago. Like, and one of the things to look at in taxes, so many of the ways you can, you know, help that is if you have an HSA, max that sucker out every freaking year. Um, but don't overdo it. Don't overdo then you it. get penalized. Yes, you do. My wife and I were $7 short last year. Ooh. It was amazing. We didn't go over. We were seven dollars short. She goes, "I don't know how you did it." And I was like, "Me neither." I didn't know there was a max. Right? There's like, a max. So just let you guys I'm know, I'm usually less than a buck short. We didn't know. We didn't oh, know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know that there was a thing. Right? And nobody taught me anything. Nobody. All I know is like they were like, "Hey, it's tax free money that you can only spend on the health insurance." And yep. I was like, "Sign me up." Well, like you know, honestly, I was like, "All right, if I can get forty thousand bucks mm-hmm. saved up into this, like." I'm set for a long period of time. And then I can go back to focus on, on investing of other yep, stuff. Yep. And so I just started putting a bunch of money. Like I was like, Hey, this is my five-year plan. And luckily enough, I don't know. We were, we were like $7 short of hitting the max. And she's like, Oh yeah, your family, you're, you know, you're, you're stuck as a family. And I was like, that is crazy. Yeah. Like, because, you know, I mean, you know, Uncle me, Sam like, wants his cup. I will, I will. I lived off of less than 50% of my money, like working at Gentex. Like, yep. I made 20 some dollars an hour and I, I lived off of 
less than 50%. Like, that was great. Because I was investing every, <laughs> everything. Like, you want to give me an HSA? You want to give me a 401k? You want to give me a Roth? Like, I'm in. Um, you know, so the next thing for people that have their shit together, right? A little bit. Even if you don't, I guess. I want you to pull your credit. Everybody should do this. Everybody. I, you know, pull your credit, right? Pull your credit. Make your wife pull her credit or your husband, whatever you have. <laughs> pull your mama. Pull your kids' credit. <laughs> pull your parents' credit. Pull everybody's yeah. credit. Your mama, your daddy, your auntie, your auntie. You know, like, pull credit, okay? So get to know where everybody's sitting. Make sure people are on board. Like, hold people accountable. Because we talked about it, right? There's a time where, honestly, my credit could get pulled. And I haven't, I haven't bought a house on credit that my credit would be pulled in I don't know. Cheers, right? Like I haven't ref I haven't refied in a while. Like my credit doesn't get pulled anymore like it used to. I right when you hit 10 mortgages, you kind of stop and then yep. um you start doing different things, but like you got about the commercial, but so it's it's pull your credit to know what's on there. No, you, you never know, know necessarily what's on there. And fight that there can be inaccuracies on your credit report that you don't even know about. Mm-hmm. You can fight that and get that stuff removed. I have done that before. You need to know what is sitting out there so that you know that, yes, this is actually a debt I owe or did owe or paid off or whatever it is. Or I don't recognize that. I don't know what that is. That's, you know, it's that brings up a great quick story. So I had college debt, right? I, yep. was, I was a true American. I had college debt. Um, uh, I looked, so Gentex had taught me to maybe go back into school, yep. uh, because they were going to pay for it. Okay. And they said, Hey, get your transcripts. So I call up Davenport university and I said, Hey, I need my transcript. And they said, ah, we can't do that. You owe money. Ma'am, look, like I'm not trying to be an arrogant asshole. Like I have paid off all of my college debt seven years ago. Um, you know, it took me. And she goes, yep, you owe an administration fee of $12 and something cents, like 25 cents. And I was like, so this whole time I thought I was college debt. And I was like, do you accept card? And she's like, yes, we do. And I was like, great. Like, here's the 12. Like, But, you know, so you don't know what's out there. Like, that was, that was on my credit because it had been, like, Nobody had yeah. taken me to collections because it was such a small amount, but it was out there because I took a loan for it and I didn't know that I had to call a specific person to do it. And on your credit report, it'll tell you who it is. You'll contact them and pay the stupid money. Well, my wife had Comcast at one point. Yeah. They sent her to collections and she finds out and she goes, I haven't had a Comcast bill in 20 years. What are you talking about? And they're like, well, you have two addresses in Detroit. No, she goes, no, I've never lived in Detroit. I've never lived anywhere near Detroit. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So she had to, you know, jump through all these hoops to prove that she didn't live in Detroit. Mind you, now we do have Comcast Internet, but that got wiped off her credit because it was BS. She never had that. Oh, and that's, you know, so pulling your credit will be the big thing. You know, other things that we want you to do this year for New Year, New You. 
right? Let's look at our insurance policies. I do. I think we talked about it earlier with me, right? I don't know who my insurance is with. I that hit home with me. I need to get my shit together. So we had an episode a few weeks ago, TJ. Yes, we talked about insurance, all different types of insurance. So you know, and speaking of insurance, this is a great segue. So we have business insurance here at, at Break Room Therapy, which you know we we do the podcast in the break room. Of, yep. of break room therapy break room. and uh we get a phone call you don't know about this we get a phone call on new year's eve yeah from our insurance agent oops and he goes yeah i i forgot to inform you you're not allowed to take anybody under 16 what you say and don goes we've always taken 13 through 17 what are you talking about and he goes yeah, they change things. So you're not allowed to take anybody under the age of 16. And she goes, yeah, that doesn't work for me. Not at all. And uh, can you come up here? Can you come up here? So and you know, She can't come up here. But so what happened is she talked to him and she goes, listen, we have helped so many kids that have, have basically told us if not for being able to come here, I'd have killed myself. Yeah. And he goes, Wow, I never realized that was a thing. And she goes, Yeah, it is. We got a kid that was autistic, that, you know, nonverbal. And he came here a couple times and all of a sudden he started talking. And he goes, Wow, that's impressive. Can you put all of this in an email and send it to me? So, you know, fast forward to Monday, he calls back and he goes, Listen, because you have everything in place and you've always been making people do all of these things and parents have always been there, you can take 13 to 17. Oh, perfect. And, and my wife was like, great, because I wasn't going to change that and I don't care what I have to pay because, you know, it sucks to pay a lot of money for insurance, but I got to be here for these kids. I say a life's a life, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I just said there was today. I, I, you know, I told somebody, I said, you can't put a dollar on a life, right? You, you like, really can't. I, I, everybody watching, right? I am struggling, right? The pandemic is killing me. Um, Stress-wise, not seeing my friends. Yeah. Uh, the physical connections of hugs. Uh, like I'm, David and I are emotional people and it sucks, right? But like, this is, is something completely different for the two of us. So what you probably don't understand is even though, you know, Nick is very, not only empathetic, but very outgoing. Whereas I, he's, he's an extrovert. I'm, I'm an introvert. I do not like people. I don't want to be around people. I, but the people I like, I want to be around. So Nick and I have always been, you know, those types of people that, you know, we would get together for occasions and there would be, I don't know, 12, 15 people. Depending. And we, we'd have, you know, game nights with Cards Against Humanity or something, any uh, pool parties, whatever it may be. Yep. Uh, we played drunk cornhole. That was awesome. I don't think anybody won. I don't think so either because <laughs> we were all drunk. And, you know, these are things that you look at and you go, oh, my God, you know, we need interaction with people. Yeah. And for the last year, I, you know, I, I've hung out with Nick. Okay, I've gone to his house. He he has a pool, so we've gone to his house swimming. And yep. how many other people did you hang out with that you normally hang out with? 
one. Yeah, exactly. So we're not hanging out with the people we normally hang out with. My, so my, like my best friend had, or one of my best friends, like here, like locally, he, he had two weeks off of work and uh, finally they were like, Hey, we have to set up a time. Like I've been COVID. He's been, and we just, I mean, we finished off half a 24 pack of Bud Light and sat in my basement, just house things because I'm like, I miss the crap out of it. Yeah. Right? Like, I, I am, I'm usually like, like, it's funny. My wife and I, we've been married 10 years. Oh my gosh, bro. No, um, no, so, uh, oh no, my wife and I have been married 19. Yeah, but you guys are old. Thanks. So, fuck you. So, you know, but when we first got married, we, or actually when we were dating, we bought our first house, uh, we used to have a party every year that was called We Miss Our Friends Party. Yeah. And uh, I mean, you guys showed up to a few over in Granville and, oh, yeah. and people were like, why do you call it that we miss our friends? And I was like, because we both work 80 hours a week and we literally just miss our friends. And now here I am, right? Let's call it retired. Uh, <laughs> I can't see my friends and I'm over here like, I just want to throw, I just want everybody to come and enjoy. Like my house is meant for the place where you just come. Oh. You don't think about shit. You relax, you enjoy and yeah, okay, I constantly work and I constantly entertain and do whatever, but you shouldn't think about a single thing because it's just the place to do that, right? Um, and so it's, it's you know, I want everybody to be in a spot financially. And when, when you fix your finances a little bit, you're not going to fix emotionals all the way, but you'll, dude, you'll cut things in half. Like, honestly, you'll cut things in half. Like, it sucks to say, but money money doesn't fix everything, but it sure helps. It really does help. It helps. And we're not here to fix. We're here to help. <laughs> like, Well, you know, and you, and you look at these things, and I think we've all gone through this, you know, through the entire pandemic. Yep. You're, you're spending time. If, if you're a concerned person, you're spending time with limited people. So you're not, you know, having this big. 50 person rager that you might have had you're having a three person rager which isn't much raging at all and it sucks and you're, you're like so like new year's i'm i'm used to doing stuff for new year's we usually you know we we've either gone bowling or had people over or gone to somebody's house and this year we had Zoom New Year's. And I remember somebody on Zoom New Year's goes, hey, we're about a 30 seconds away from the New Year. I couldn't give a crap less. It just I didn't say, matter. I say we we had one group of people over that my wife works with. So if they have it, we all have it. Yep. Um, it was, you know, two people and a husband and wife and honestly we sit on the couch and we go happy new year yay played some board games yep. you know i mean we it's weird because i think we really sat six feet apart playing board games oh yeah um but that was you know to say to me it's a completely different thing um you know so what we're trying to do here this year our biggest goal is to get everybody on board for things um so that you can fix honestly fix your life. Yeah. We we want you to have a good, healthy financial life so that you can do the do what I want when I want. 
Not everybody has to do that, but I hope that's everybody's goal. And that, that should be the goal, honestly. Do what I want when I want. We got two things locked on this list, and there are two things my wife is hammers home to me, but I ignore all the time. Dude, this – okay, so people just watching. When he says those words, those are the truest words I've ever met. Okay, yep. when, when he says those words, they also hit me because my wife absolutely hates how much of a hoarder I am. Um Right, I don't even cut my beard because I don't want to get rid of the hair. No, it's that. Um, so speaking of that, right? Like, I want you to sell things that you're not using, right? And I don't mean your beard because I'm using this every day to look sexy. Um, well, but we're not even I talking just, about things you might enjoy. I just seen shit you have that you don't use. Well, I have, I have a room. It's funny because I have I have an old office mm-hmm. and I have I got my office back in the basement about a year ago. Well. Okay, my guns are in my old office, so I use those. I haven't yep. used them in a year. Yep. I'm not going to throw them away because I know someday I'll actually yep. use them. Yep. But that being said, like everything else in there could probably get thrown away. I just I was on Facebook, and there was this hat, and it said, hey, um, take, your, take all your clothes in your closet and take the hangers and place them backwards, right? So they face, they face you because normally when you go, you just put the hanger on. Yeah. And they said, if you use the hanger – Right, you're you're gonna take it off, and then there there'll be nothing on there. But now, come June, if you haven't touched that article of clothing, get rid of it. Right, sell it on Facebook. I mean, try to make twenty five cents. I don't care. Like, I am not a fan of Goodwill because of the amount of money that they don't give to people and stuff like that. No. Just as much as I'm not like, do I support the the study of finding the cure for breast cancer? Yes. Do I support Susan G. Komen? No. no. Right. There's nine. Last I knew it was seven, but I think there's nine people making well over seven figures in this corporation to help cure a cause. When like, Breast Cancer Research Foundation, 92%, I want to say, of every dollar they bring in, yeah. they put back into research. That's huge. And Coleman puts like seven cents of every dollar. Right. They bring so, so, like, I think eight. Well, yeah, so like 92% goes back into yeah. like, the company. 8% goes into research. Yeah. Um, but... I, and I, so I, I really think like, guys, support your own pocketbook, right? Have a garage, have a touch free, right? Facebook's great with it. It's like, uh, what, what is this PP porch pickup, right? Like, yeah. PP, yeah. Like, so put it on Facebook, like, yeah, Hey, two bucks for these shoes. I, my wife, my wife had some golf shoes that she never used. Like it literally was, I don't know, seven, nine years Once. Once. She golfed once, and of course, like me being me, I was like, I want to buy you golf shoes. Let's go. I don't have golf shoes, and I've golfed way more than that. Yeah. And she'll never golf again. Right. Um, so we sold those. But, like, right, so I have clothes that, let's be honest, folks. Okay, so, like, I have large or extra large clothes. You watching, just seeing that face. You listening. He's, he's, say, he's never wearing those. I, I mean, right, like, this, like, I have the money to go buy this again if I need it. <laughs> like, I mean, I should probably save one shirt that's from a concert from when I was a uh-huh. kid that I care about the memory. Or, like, that's the other thing. Like, okay, sell your stuff or honestly recycle it. Okay. Yeah. So if you have, if you're me, right, a fat guy, a big guy, I don't want to call it fat. I am fat, but if you're a big guy that has shirts that mean something to you from concerts you've gone through, right? There's companies out there that will make blankets for you. Yep. They'll, they'll make they'll make just uh, like a wall poster or something. Yep. Like, 
Okay, that's why we go back to budgeting, right? Pay your pay your 60 bucks to get something really awesome so you have a wall decoration. Because otherwise, you just see clothes sitting in your closet, bending your coat hanger yep. with how many things you have, and you're doing nothing with it. So we did that with Caitlin's jerseys. Yeah. Her whole life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you kept them all. Like yeah. now, like cut them down, send them out, do something with them, create something better, bigger. So if you don't use it within the six months, get rid of it, right? Um, okay. If it's if it's an alcoholic tool, yeah, save that bad boy because you know what? I'm always going to use a shaker. Um, in the summer, yeah, I have. You know what? I can't guarantee it's going to be six months, but I know in July, I'm using that shaker, baby. Pineapple martinis all day. And well, then the, the other thing you need to hit is those things that you pay for every month that you may not use. Yeah, sure. Let's let's get rid of that stuff. Like I know Caitlin and I had a, a subscription to GameFly. That's where yeah. you, you get games. And they sent you like an actual disc or something. Yeah, they sent you an actual disc. And and, I mean, we used it. But I would keep a disc for six months just to make sure I could get whatever new game I wanted when it was coming out. Yeah. So, I mean, I paid six months worth of that game, but I wasn't even playing it. I didn't, you know, really care that I had it. Hmm. So I spent all this money to, you know, save $15 off a new release. And I finally said to her, you know, at the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, does this make sense? And she goes, no. And we got rid of that. And I'm saving 17 bucks every month now by not having it. So, and, you know, 17 bucks. And now it gives us more money to sponsor ourselves. Speaking of sponsors, um, we're going to run through a quick breakdown. Guys, we hope that everything helped you out tonight. Um, new year, new you, right? Honestly, the biggest thing is make a budget, take strides, make steps towards your future. Um, David and I really, we have, we've learned a lot in the six, seven, eight months that we've been doing this. Really, we, yeah. we hope that you guys enjoy this content. Um, biggest shout out tonight because they were a free sponsor. Free sponsor, Coors Light. Coors. Girl, Coors Seltzer. Let's say, which is still Coors. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mango, really good. If you guys sell them in separate packs, we did not enjoy the... Lemon lime, lemon lime but we not good. black cherry and the mango. Um, we're not bad. Yeah, I say in the other the other one, uh, grapefruit. Ah, I'm not a grapefruit ah, guy. So I say not gonna happen. My my wife's gonna try that. We'll yeah. see how that goes. And uh, uh, let's say the shoots. Let's say Rochester Mills. Rochester Mills, really like at water. Nailed it. And but like I say, I know we gave it to Coors, and we're gonna give it to Coors, right? Yeah. So let, let's have this. We're gonna go. We're gonna go. Uh, you know, butts to nuts here, right? Like, Coors Bud Light. Whichever one of you gives us the first sponsor, I promise you, I'll never drink the other one. No, I'm just kidding. Um, we'll never drink the other one on air. Yeah, sick. Um, Bud Light, really. Uh, and as Bush, you've always been my go-to. I wish. Uh, I wish it came with like a little fresh lime. I, I know you made Bud Light lime, but too much lime. So just give me a little fresh lime on the side. I'll put it half on my taco and half in my beer, and I'll be a happy man. Tacos sound good. Tacos do sound good. Guys, we said it in the beginning, but we want to say it again. Like, subscribe, share. We really appreciate everything you do. We're looking forward to this new year. David, I know that we have a crap ton of great episodes coming we up. Um, we're going to talk about real estate. We're going to talk about um, 
finances, yourself, your life, taking control, making yourself a better a better financial future. Investments, budgeting, we're going to hit it all again this year because we need to, and and people need to hopefully get uh, get their finances right. And if you have any questions, please reach out to us. If you want to talk about your debt, we would love to hear from you. Yep. If you want to just, you know, hop in for an episode, we would love that too. Cause you know, people hop in every now and then and we have a good time talking to them and hopefully, you know, you're going to be one of them. So we'll catch you guys next week and thanks for joining us. Take care.